Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, the Seaweed Snack Challenge. Can you do it? The Nebraska Kool-Aid Challenge, Adele's Mansion. We're also going to talk about Britney's Instagram. It's getting a little edgy. And Jason Momoa, his apology, what he did at the Sistine Chapel, and a whole lot more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and some stars, and follow us on Facebook. Just search for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And, of course, our TikTok page, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! So not too long ago, I was talking with Mark Houston, and somehow we got on the subject of, what's your passion? And his passion (laughs) is like video games and Harry Potter, I think, which is very interesting. So I didn't know. I didn't have an answer for him. So this has been on my mind for about a month now. What is my passion? I I have no idea. I have no idea. And then I turned to Brandon. What's your passion? And he, like, went off on a big spiel. Like, he's got a bunch of passions. And he thinks that a lot of women have the same problem. We don't know what we're passionate about because we put other people first all the time, and we forget who we are. So I went to the old Google, how do you find your passion? And I came to this lifehack.org. How do you find passion in life? Is there already something you love doing? I See, what I do is I'm a mother. I'm mother. I, lo- I love my job. I'm passionate about my job, but I'm looking for something separate. Who is Amy when I'm not on the radio? And the other day during Children's Miracle Network, I was talking to Dean Taylor and Mark Houston, and video games came up. And they were talking about video games that I used to play. So I'm like, wow, is are video games my passion? I don't do that anymore. Maybe I need to do that. I do love to sing. I used to write music and poetry. So maybe I need to, to figure out if that's what my passion is, too. I used to read books. I had a goal to read all the Nicholas Sparks books, and I ended up in the middle somewhere. Maybe I should finish doing that. Is that a passion? Gosh, I don't know. What's your passion? We need to go on a passion hunt here. This is horrible. I feel like I don't know myself right now. It says to brainstorm. So that's what I'm going to start doing, brainstorm. Ask around, it says here. There's people that you admire in life, and there's things about them that you like to replicate in yourself. So go to them, if possible, it says, and pick their brain. See how they landed where they currently are and whether they feel they've discovered their passion. So I'm reaching out to you right now. I'm asking around, what's your passion? I've been thinking about it a lot. I I like to do puzzles. I do love to look up at the stars. I have so many questions about space. That's so nerdy. I love history. I love learning history. I love watching history movies that have been brought to life and then research them. Is that a passion? Oh my gosh. Help me! You know how a lot of times you, you hear stories about how like a wife just like disappears and she, she goes to find herself? I don't wanna I don't wanna be that person, but I do wanna know what my passion is. Who am I? I don't even know who I am right now. Brandon and I both follow Britney Spears on Instagram. First he was, and then I was like, well, I kinda wanna see this. Cause it's just entertaining, I guess, or you just kind of feel, wow, this person's really doing this stuff and they're serious about it. We were talking about Britney's Instagram post just last week. We were wondering what her next one was going to be. And it was funny because the next day it was another nude photo. And now she's starting to divide her fans because of it. 
People are not appreciating it, I guess. If you don't appreciate it, though, why are you even following her? Just unfollow, right? Anyways, she was recently freed from her conservatorship. She's bearing it all for her fans now. She covered her her breast for the picture, and then she placed a heart emoji over her hoo-ha, if you will, uh, photo dump (laughs) this last time. She was in Mexico before the baby. She wants to know why she looked 10 years younger on vacation, decided to post nude photos. She then posted, I love you all so much, you know, with all the S's and O's, tons of exclamation points. And then fans left comments urging her to take it down a notch. And I was kind of thinking the same thing. But then on the other hand, if you don't like it, don't follow it. And then it said, think about your children. And then another one put, for years, Brittany was forced to be silent and controlled against her will. So others would gain money and power. Do you think Brittany does too much on social media? Do you follow her? I follow her for the entertainment of it. But now, guess what? She's going through something kind of sad. Listen to this. You know how she posted the whole pregnancy thing. She revealed that she and Sam lost their baby. Whole miscarriage thing. She said it's a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce it until we were further along. However, we were overly excited to share the good news. Then she continues on and says, We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We're grateful for all your support, and we kindly ask for privacy during this difficult time. So that's very sad as well. I just feel bad for her because I think she's kind of out of her mind. If you look at her eyes in the pictures and stuff, it just it doesn't look like she's all there. I'm sad to say it. I don't know her personally, so I kind of feel bad saying these things about her. But there's there's just something that's off there. And I just feel bad for her. Mostly because of the the miscarriage. I mean, that's that's horrible. But it's like she goes from one extreme to the other, right? She's posing naked, and then she's pregnant. I don't know. She's just all over the place. I think that's why I like to follow her, though, on Instagram. I think I would like to try to live like Britney for a day. She's She's just like a kid being themselves. That's how I that's how I see her. She's out there rolling around in the sand, naked on the beach, and she's dancing in front of the camera, changing outfits. I don't know. I wish I had time for that. Sometimes I don't even have time to go to the restroom. I want to live like Britney. While you're on an airplane, has it ever crossed your mind that, wow, I could die today? <laughs> it happens to me all the time. I don't know what my deal is. Especially when you hit, like, turbulence. Sometimes I've thought to myself, this is how I'm going to die. It's going to be quick, though. Oh, something's wrong with me. But I know I'm not alone. And I'm sure that it crossed this guy's mind. He wasn't on a commercial airplane like all of us. He was on one of those single-engine airplanes. So it was just him and the pilot. So this is what happened. This passenger, who had no idea how he did it, managed to successfully land an airplane after the pilot suffered a medical emergency. So picture this. You're on you're you're in this airplane. All of a sudden the pilot's like, oh no, oh no. And then incoherent. What do you do? I guess you do what this guy did. He got on the, the radio and said, My pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly this airplane. So the air traffic controller guy, his name's Robert Morgan, he managed to talk the man through the process and he safely landed this single engine airplane on the runway. Unbelievable. This guy probably thought he was about to die. 
And the landing, they rated it a 10 out of 10. The air traffic controller even said he felt like he was going to cry. Then it doesn't say here anything about the pilot's condition or anything, but somebody was taken to the hospital and, and they assume it was the pilot. Those two were the only people on that airplane. So this guy had no choice. If he wanted to live, he had to land that dang airplane. And he did it. Do you think he's going to be one of those people that refuses to fly ever again? Or is he going to be that guy that's like, hey, what have I been doing all these years? I can do this on my own. Okay, am I ready for this? I don't know. But there is a new thread online where men are talking about the unwritten rules that they have. So if you've ever wanted to crack the secret code of manhood, this is an exciting opportunity, apparently. Cool. (laughs) Are you ready for this, Brandon? Yeah, maybe I'll learn some. Yeah, let me know if you agree with any of this. Here's some of the highlights from that. Okay. Nod down when you greet someone. Nod up when it's someone you know. I mean, I've heard this to be said for certain tribes or certain types of people is if you trust somebody, you'd nod down in the old days. You know, that's you're protecting your neck, your vital area. If you nod up, it's saying, I trust you 100%. You're nodding up and you're giving your neck wide open, like, I trust that you're not going to sword me or whatever. Wow, did you write this? No. But is that what they said? No. That's oh, that's cr- true. crazy how much you, I'm a man. how much input you have. I'm a man. Okay, the second one here. If a friend buys you a drink, you don't pay it back, you buy the next round. Correct. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's one. Beer, pizza, and barbecue is acceptable payment for helping another man. Yep. Okay. Number four, don't use the urinal next to an occupied one. Hey, you know what? When a guy got to go, guy's got to go. If that's the only (laughs) one open, sorry, buddy, we're rubbing shoulders. But yeah, don't walk into an open bathroom where there's that guy and you and go stand right next to him. No, you give the space. It's the buffer. Why? I don't know, because it's it's just like a courtesy thing. There's another urinal for me to use, so I don't need to be buddied up next to you. Again, in my mind, once it's full in there, if that's the only one open, I'm peeing on your shoes, man. I'm standing right next to you. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. Don't roast a man in front of their kid. I agree with that. I agree 100% with that. Some people do not follow that, and I think it's the most disrespectful thing to do, because to that kid, that man, that father, is their everything. And all of a sudden, that kid starts losing respect for their dad. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. If he's flirting with her, him or they, don't interrupt. Men are so weird. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to interrupt. Even if you think you can help and do a better job, chances are it's not what he needs. (laughs) Just let him fail. And finally, here's the last one I have. When your friend's crush is around, he's the funniest one in the group. You know, this is probably... You guys are fake basically no but you allow him to be kind of like the alpha male the the funny guy the oh he's adam is such a great guy you just let him kind of be his thing you don't want to steal his thunder because his crush is there watching right okay do you have any others to add there's a lot more to add we don't have time no we don't have time for that i'd love to read the book of what goes on inside a man's head what do you guys think about during the day When you get in a fight with your wife, what goes on in your head? Are you thinking about that fight or are you thinking about boobs or uh, a carburetor? All the above. I mean, it's like, you know, you're wondering, gosh, how do I prove to her that she's wrong and I'm right? Even though you know you can't, she's always going to think she's right. 
And then as you're thinking that, you're like, oh, man, that's right. The carburetor on the lawnmower. I need to get through that. And you're like, whoa, did you see the fun bags on her? It's a man. I, I don't wonder, get it. I wonder how my dog's doing. We just finished talking about unwritten man rules. And Brandon yeah. pretty much agreed with all of it. Yeah. You guys think about beer, pizza, barbecue, and urinals basically all the time is what I got from that whole lesson. Well, there's a lot more to think about, but yeah, that's definitely on the list. (laughs) Well, that brings me to our Roadhouse 5 today. we Mm got to do the same thing for the women. So top five unwritten women rules is the topic of your Roadhouse 5. The Roadhouse. Number five, there's no such thing as too many pillows. (laughs) Uh, okay number four whenever you fantasize about a guy imagine him with long hair on a horse it's so true number three if a friend looks good in an outfit say oh you look so cute if a friend looks bad in an outfit say that's cute wow that's rude it's true uh number two key rings must have at least three things that aren't keys dangling from it this is 100 (laughs) percent fact that's how we always find our keys and finally of top five unwritten women's rules number one no matter who your friend's ex is dating she's a tramp the roadhouse in the sand hills of old nebraska good old nebraska sometimes i'm jealous that we don't live there because they have a lot of fun, like naked skydiving. And this, there's been a series of damaged property around Omaha. And mostly damaged fences and walls. And it sounds like the perpetrator is the Kool-Aid man. Well, sort of the Kool-Aid man. Apparently, there's a trend of kids mimicking the Kool-Aid man. They're throwing themselves through fences, all kinds of structures. And it's not even their own property. A bunch of this is caught on ring doorbell cameras, of course. Last week, they cited like nine kids on criminal mischief. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good old criminal mischief. (laughs) Running and jumping through fences like the Kool-Aid man. Nice. Oh, yeah. I've always dreamt of being the Kool-Aid man. Really? Oh, yeah. Why don't you you try it? But running through a structural thing like a a wall, there's like, you know, two by fours, studs. Things that are nails, solid. Yeah. nails, <laughs> electrical wires, you know, things like that, plumbing, you know, that you can't make it through, you know, or it could be a shocking experience. Oh, yeah. But I got a story of one time leaving Fatty McGee's downtown. We were a little drunk and uh, we were running out towards the car and we we're all like, like a bunch of little kids. I was probably 21, 22, maybe. And I mean, we're full out blitzing. And I remember in my mind, I seen this big old chain link fence. And I'm like, I'm going to Kool-Aid man this fence. I'm just going to jump and I'm going to attack this fence with, I'm just going to jump into it and watch it fall down. For I have no reason. This is drunk me logic. So I'm sprinting towards it. And I go to like turn to like put my shoulder and back towards the fence and jump through. Rolled my ankle so bad and just fell and rolled into the fence didn't even like i hit the ground i rolled like karma it was bad and then i went and danced the rest of the night on the ankle woke up the next day and was like why is my ankle hurt so bad were you like oh yeah i was like oh no i know we've all been waiting for the moment of the gazing balls story (laughs) if you're into gardening and decor and things like that you're familiar with gazing balls boy am i they're those decorative glass spheres that are mostly in gardens to look nice. But some people believe that they have other benefits, Mm. like warding off evil and bringing good luck. 
Yeah, the power of the ball. But that warding off evil thing doesn't always work, just like in this story. A homeowner in Austin, Texas, she caught someone stealing her gazing balls on her ring camera. Rude. The thief got away, but in the footage you can see and hear him collecting the balls and driving away. (laughs) But these balls happen to also contain the ashes of her parents. No. Gail's parents died during the pandemic, so she had their ashes put inside the balls. And they were... (laughs) And they were among the ones stolen. The thief is still on the run, and Gail is desperate to get her parents back. She's asking that the thief return the balls, or for anyone who has any information to email her at southaustingazingballs at gmail.com. She set up an email? Yeah. Oh. See, I had I only had one ball. Okay. I had one ball in my garden. And the sun would hit this ball during the day, and it actually ca- caught some of my mulch on fire. Ooh. Yes, so be careful with those balls out there. They can be dangerous. Yeah, they call that a unigazing ball. Yeah, unigaze, they call it. But yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's often nice when you walk up to somebody's flower bed or garden, if you will, and it's like, wow, nice balls, sir. Nice gazing balls. Yeah, they really do add to the atmosphere. They do. They do. My, those things sure do cast a big shadow. <laughs> I, this kind of reminds me of the Shorty Balls act on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Oh, what beautiful balls you have in your garden. Yeah, exactly. Do your balls bring good luck to your garden? <laughs> do you just let your balls ha- hang out there in the garden all the time? Do they go in when it's cold? Okay, boomers and millennials. They can't stop bickering with each other, right? And here's the latest. Someone has collected a list of random things that boomers are obsessed with. And it makes no sense to millennials. But luckily we have us Gen Xers to lay it all out for you. (laughs) The thumbs up emoji. Okay, now it's scary because I do some of these things on this list, which I'm not okay with. Uh, Number two, complaining about younger generations not knowing and using cursive. I've seen this one recently. My son had a birthday over the weekend and he received a card from a boomer and it was signed in print and then it was signed in cursive. And I'm not gonna name any names here, but I know this person is actually listening. And you're a boomer! Okay, the second one is zooming in on every single picture and filming video with their iPads. I recently saw this as well at the Morgan Wallen concert. There was somebody about three rows back from the front row, and they were holding up an iPad filming. I couldn't believe it. I bet the people standing behind them were like, okay, boomer! Yeah, so don't do that. Use your phone, unless you have a flip phone, and that's a whole nother issue. Always leaving voicemails, no matter the situation. Now, I kind of like the voicemail thing, especially when somebody's passed on and you still have their voice. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Drinking from the hose and talking about drinking from the hose. This I have not seen in quite some time. I would never drink out of the hose. Yucky. Uh, Nautical-themed bathrooms. Yeah, you're a boomer if you do that, apparently. Watching the news and political shows all the time. See, I know another person that's probably listening right now, and and they do this. And when I go over to their house, I'm like, can you please silence the television? It's always on. 
all the time. You're a boomer. You are a boomer. Wanting to sit at booths and restaurants and paying an exact change. I do part of this. I like to sit in booths at restaurants. Does that make me a boomer? No. That makes me want to sit in a comfortable seat. And then the final two things on the list are old crusty cough drops and pecans and pot pie. Okay, so there's the list. Millennials and boomers, you can hash it out. I'm a little worried because I do some of the things on this list. So I need to know where to draw the line here. So I've come up with a Roadhouse 5 top five signs. You're a hardcore boomer. The Roadhouse. Number five, the label on your jeans says Kirkland Signature. (laughs) Number four. You own an iPhone, but you still use a camera. Come on now. The third one here, you recently called something a doodad. Hey, can you hand me that doodad over there? Uh, Number two, you own Blue Bloods on DVD. Yeah, that's a good one. And finally, number one, top five signs you're a hardcore boomer. You realize you're one of the parents in the progressive commercials. The Roadhouse. Five. So as we just learned, Jason Momoa's fans are upset because he's he's in Italy filming a movie and he went out to, you know, see the sights, including Vatican City. But he made a mistake by taking pictures and video inside the Sistine Chapel. Whoops. He posted it all on Instagram and it's forbidden, Brandon. It's yeah. forbidden. But he said he asked permission. So he thought it would be okay. And uh, he had to actually like do a public apology here it is i would never want to do anything to disrespect someone's culture so if i did i apologize and uh, it wasn't my intention and i definitely paid to have that private moment and uh and give a nice donation to the church and so i love you sorry if i offended you and my apologies there you go i feel like he was in the middle of a workout or he sounds like he's in the sistine chapel still yeah now he's doing a video yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the video inside the system job. He goes back. Yeah, I apologize. You know, he has to be on scene for it. Yeah, I apologize. Let me get in character here. Um, I'm, I'm upset with him oh. for, for doing it because he didn't take his shirt off. <laughs> I would much prefer him in these pictures shirtless. Yeah. I mean, that's what they always say about me, too. They're like, Brandon, why aren't you shirtless more? No, nobody says that. <laughs> Do people still get you and him confused? Oh, yeah, all the time. They were like, I was getting messages. I didn't know you were in the Sistine Chapel this weekend. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> Did you have to apologize to a lot of people? Uh, yeah, I apologized for my lookalike's actions. Well, now we know. Yeah. We're not supposed to take pictures inside the Sistine Chapel. Who knew? It's forbidden! Okay, this happened last week in Rodanthe, North Carolina. Never been there. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Looks like it. Anywhere in North Carolina, seaside. Gorgeous. Oh, just gorgeous, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, they have amazing scuba diving there. Wow. Yeah. I'm in. I have always wanted to dive there, but there's a seaside house worth about $380,000 just swept into the ocean during mm. this storm recently. You and I watched the video. Yeah. It's on those stilts. And then, yeah. I don't know why it was so close to the water. Well, I'm sure it wasn't at one point, and then the water came close <laughs> yeah. to it. The water just sweeps the, the stilts out, and it just starts floating on the water. Luckily, nobody was home at the time. And according to some of the reports here, the same thing has happened to two other houses just this past year. 
Yeah. So it's like the water is rotating and taking all the houses down. And it kind of turned into a houseboat. It, it might have been fun <laughs> to be home. You know, maybe you yeah. could get a free trip somewhere and take your house with you. It'd been hard to, you know, relax in bed, if you will, or sit in your favorite recliner as <laughs> it's sliding to and fro, you know. Yeah. Uh, call me Midwestern dumb, but uh, building a home too close to the ocean seems kind of silly to me. I Even know. if you put it on sticks, you know, or, you know, you have it lifted and so water can rush underneath you, it still seems you're building it in the sand. Are they con- mm. are they considered in the floodplain? I would assume. Like, I live next to a draining ditch. So. Yeah. Is that a floodplain? Well, like, yeah, we have to deal with that here in Rapid City since the flood back in the 70s is they we have a floodplain everywhere, right? Oh, you can't build there. Or if you're going to build there, you have to bring it up to a certain level, blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? And what do you do when they're well, by the ocean? Good they, were on, they were on stilts. Yeah, good luck. Put it on some sticks. See what happens. Well, I don't know. Hopefully this this was like somebody's vacation home, not their main home, you know? <laughs> you might want to leave some inner tubes around the outside deck or <laughs> definitely have some oars by the back door, you know, in case you're floating. You know, up here, we're worried about bears or in the mountains, you know, bears coming into your home and things like that. You got a home the ocean can come into. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the new 3D. Yeah, what if you're watching a movie and you've got your TV up, you're like, wow, this is, you surround sound, you know, and you're taking it in, it's a surfer movie, all of a sudden the dude like goes into the water, but in reality, a wave hits your house. All of a sudden, Keanu Reeves is sitting next to you on the couch. A lot of people don't get along, they can't agree on what politics, sports, things like that, but one thing we can all agree on is that spam calls and texts suck. Yeah, they do. (laughs) <laughs> we were looking into this a little bit because we, we were talking about how we've been getting them a lot lately. Yep. And a lot more texting, too. According to the latest data, the average American gets 26 scam calls a week. I and believe that. that doesn't include the 11 spam text on average. I know. I've been getting more of those. Yeah. Which I used to get none. Where are they coming from? I don't know. They've been even getting into my Twitter, too. How'd they get my phone number? I don't know. People in Pennsylvania, they get hit the hardest. I read that 31 spam calls a week on average in Pennsylvania. Oh. That's a lot. I would never answer my phone. Hmm. People in New Jersey, Texas, and Oklahoma also get more spam. That's weird. Yeah, it why, is. Why does one state get more than the other? I don't know. Because maybe it's not, you know, like in some, it's always applicable except for in Rhode Island. Maybe the Rhode Islands, they get none. I don't know because you can't do nothing there. How do they con- how do they control it or not control it? I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe That's weird. Their numbers are easier to spam call. I have no idea. Well, all I know is I hate it. Yeah, we're like in the middle. We're not the mm-hmm. worst, and we're not you know the less best. likely to get the calls. So. Yeah, I hate it, especially the warranty calls. I get those all the time. Well, they're starting to get snotty. They like, are. The last one was like, okay, this is your last call. This is your last chance to get in on your extended warranty. And it kind of caught me off guard because at first with the snotty kind of younger attitude, I Mm -hmm. was like, wait, who's this? Did I ever get to do something? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, extended warranty? Get out of town. Hung up. Was like, what? It's so frustrating. And then five days later, this is your last call. I'm I'm not kidding this time. The last one was the last call. It's like that girlfriend you break up with that never leaves. This is it. We're over. I'm leaving. Okay. We'll see you later. No, for reals. I'm walking out the door. Okay. Bye. Don't let the door hit you. No, I'm leaving. Okay. Are you going to go yet? Can you get a restraining order on spam calls? Oh. 
It's the seaweed snack challenge. Yuck. Yeah, I agree. I don't even like seaweed. I know this. But See, I, I was ordering healthy snacks. Uh, I think it was like the Walmart app or something. Is, is seaweed actually healthy? I'm like, oh, I can choke these down. They're good for you. I think I might have read that seaweed was good for your hair or skin or something. <laughs> and that's why I ordered them as Maybe well. Maybe like wrap your hair in it or something. But why do you got to <laughs> eat it? It's funny. The package kind of looks like dude wipes, like a small version. Uh, like oh, There's been like three yeah, men that yep. have come into Studio 4B and go, oh, I thought those were dude wipes. Yeah, sure. Try I'm like, them out. <laughs> yeah, try one. Get, a little, get them a little wet and rub them across your face. See what happens. They're organic dude wipes. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. If you'd like to see these seaweed snacks, go to our TikTok, The Roadhouse Show, because we're doing a challenge. We want to know if you can eat one. And you're welcome to come into the studio and try one for a TikTok video. Yeah, if you want to. And I mean, I'm all, I'll, I'll eat it. I won't enjoy it. I don't like it. Like it's not. We're it's at three thirty three West Boulevard. Just come in. Tell Rana you're here for the seaweed uh-huh. snack challenge with Amy and Brandon. We'll, yeah. we'll hook you up. Yeah, come on in. We'll shove one down your throat. Yeah, go, go see. We both tried one, and we're gonna keep posting videos of everybody that comes in to do this. It's gonna Ugh. be, gonna be quite interesting. Ugh. And there, see, it's it's like a strip of seaweed. Yeah, and a lot of people that eat sushi have tried these, and they're like, no, 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 because yeah. they like stick to the roof of your mouth. Yeah, they're lightly roasted, only twenty calories. It says pure and natural sea salt. I mean, that sounds delicious. It's air fried fish poop, is what it is. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Have you ever been swimming in the ocean and that yeah. green stuff floats by? Yeah. That's this. Yeah, they scooped it out of there, put it on a sheet, air fried it, threw it in little squares, and threw it in that package. It looks this, like dude wipes. This used to be somebody's home. This It used to be on someone's, you know, Like Nemo's in. home. Nemo was living in this. That's Nemo's done, is what it is. <laughs> you, yeah, that's what Brandon said. Why don't you just let a fish just go ahead and poop in your mouth? Yeah, that's this, what this tastes like. Why let them process it? You know what I mean? That's the most natural way. <laughs> so gross. It's the seaweed snack challenge. Come by and see us and try them for yourself. Yuck. We've been talking a lot about this lately because Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean did a duet. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good song. Yeah. And I noticed that when she's up there on stage, they flash to Jason's wife and it looks like Carrie Underwood's sitting there. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, who's up on stage and who's sitting down? <laughs> they looked like What's twins. Going on? Carrie Underwood, one American Idol. Yeah. Brittany Kerr, his wife. Did not win American Idol, but she was on American Idol. Oh, neat. They look identical. They do. Brittany has brown eyes. No, Carrie Underwood has brown eyes, right? Oh, really? And then Brittany has blue eyes? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It's very confusing. You showed me the side-by-side photo, and I guessed wrong. They look Mm -hmm. so much alike. Like, depending (laughs) on who did their hair or who's wearing what makes you think the other's the other. You I think the I mean? only way I can tell them apart is by Carrie Underwood's legs, because her legs oh, are Those are epic. legs. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. those are legs. I'd like to know what her leg workout is. Oh, you can look it up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, I want to go watch it in person. Lots of squatting and lunging. All right. <laughs> but I'm as, in. We were, as we were reading into this a little bit, we did find out that Jason Aldean cheated on his high school sweetheart with oh. Brittany. And yeah. then I read that Carrie Underwood didn't want to be friends with her. Uh-huh. I did see pictures of Brittany with Jason Aldean's oh, yeah. first wife. Oh, yeah. Or old wife, like you would call it. Yeah. And then it said that Brittany wanted to be friends with Carrie Underwood because they had so much in common. 
And then yeah. I read that Carrie Underwood didn't want anything to do with but that. now they're friends. I think they are because maybe. I've seen her sitting next to her at yeah. award shows maybe recently. It's, maybe it's like a professional friendship. You know what I mean? Possibly. Like, all right, I'll do this duet with your hubby. You're now hubby, even though my friend, his ex... You know, whatever, whatever. See, this is what I wonder when I see them perform that song together uh-huh. on stage. I'm wondering if Jason Aldean thinks Carrie Underwood is hot. Uh, because he looks like her wife. Obviously. His wife. Yeah, it's like, at this point, is he just trying to be with Carrie Underwood? And she said no. So he's like, fine, I'll get a lookalike. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll find somebody who looks just like you, maybe has a better personality. I don't know what Carrie Underwood's personality is like. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? He but, has joked about their kids getting married later on in the hey, future. Hey, see, see, he's just trying to like be tied in with Carrie Underwood. Maybe our kids <laughs> will get married. I'm gonna find a wife who looks just like you. you know? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, hey, they're both good looking gals. All three of them are. His old wife, his new wife, and Carrie Underwood. I get it. You know what I mean? I, I have to deal with this in my own life, right? My wife found somebody who looks just like Jason Momoa. There are tons of songs out there that have lyrics that we have we have to look them up, right? Because mm-hmm. they just like mumble their words and stuff. Yeah. Well, you being a musician and all, I yeah. kind of like to play some of these songs for you or a, a little clip of the song yeah. and see if you know what they're saying. We did this last week. It was fun. If I remember right, I nailed it. So yeah. you missed you missed one. Yeah, so you def, you I did kinda, win. I kind of did it on purpose just to make you feel better. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play the first one for you. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. Fire it up. Okay, what were they saying? And the lights out. Entertain. I don't remember. <laughs> Did you, can't you take a guess? Play it one more time. Sorry. With the lights out, and it's not safe, something entertain us. <laughs> you got something, some of something. It. I forgot. I, I, With I, the lights out, it's less dangerous. Oh, yeah. Here we are now, entertain us. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, if I had the melody going, maybe I could have done it. But yeah, so, I didn't know 100%, but... Uh, hey. That was a loss for you, Brandon. Smells like teen spirit. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street, gonna be a big man someday. What is it? It's like, uh, buddy, you're a boy, gonna be a, playing in the streets, gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face, a big disgrace, waving your crayons all over the, it's not crayons, <laughs> but waving your something all over the place. Well, you're an overachiever, you moved on yeah when he didn't have it was to. hard once i got going it's hard to stop you That's did clean. get the, the part that i played correct buddy you're a boy make a big noise playing in the street gonna be a big man someday yeah you did it right i'll give you that one i will give credit to whoever i can't remember the person's name but my ymca day camp instructor chick guy that would take us on a bus from the ymca all the way up to y camp <laughs> past reptile gardens it took forever and we'd be on that bus boom boom <laughs> buddy your boy gonna playing in the street oh man it was the greatest time ever the whole <laughs> bus would be rocking well you owe Good that times. one to yeah. them okay ready for the last one let's try you're, it. let's see if you're gonna win you if you get it wrong yeah. you're gonna lose oh well Want to hear it one more time? What'd she just say to me? Well, hold on. I'll play it one more time. Up, my 
Acting up, a drink in my cup, I could care less what you think. Oh my gosh, you got it! Because if you like it, then he should have put a ring on it. <laughs> if you like it, I'll put, I'll do the dance oh for you. Oh my gosh, you want me I to do did, the dance? I did not think you were going to get that. Oh, that's my girl, man. Me and her, we <laughs> almost did a duet one time, but you know, she never messaged me back. <laughs> well, Brandon, that's right. you're on a roll here. You got it. If you like it, then he should have put a ring on it. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a Wednesday thing, I believe. Let's do it. Every Wednesday, we're going to do misheard song lyrics. I like this. Let's go. Are you going to go see the new Top Gun Maverick movie? I'll probably treat it like every other movie. I have full intentions of going and watching it, but I may or may not. I think we're definitely going to watch this one in the movie theater because of, you know, the Dolby surround sound. Yeah, digital Dolby surround sound. You remember the last Top Gun? The beginning Um, of the film, oh my gosh. When people first started getting Dolby surround sound systems in their homes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my dad got one, and he would pop in the Top Gun VHS Mm -hmm. and show all of his friends the sound effects. Oh, yeah. It's like you're you're on the the runway. Yeah, that is cool. I, I actually remember that, too, because... My brother was way into like surround sound and home stereos and car stereos. And so he went over to Sound Pro and like bought this expensive, huge those speakers that are like on a stand. They're humongous, almost the same size we use for a street dance now. I think Around, I had those too. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they're not that car, far out of the norm. But then it was movies like that Top Gun you'd put in, you'd hear them, somebody be in the back, oh, yeah. Yeah. A, you feel a rumble. It's so cool. The neighbors heard you. Or you'd be sitting there watching a scary movie, and then you'd hear somebody walking behind you, Yeah, and it was just the speaker. And it'd freak you out. I know. It's for real. It was really neat when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But anyways, Top Gun Maverick. I'm kind of excited to see it, just because of all the hype behind it. And Applebee's is teaming up with Paramount Pictures, and they're going to be giving away free tickets. And I just wanted to spread this message around, because this this is kind of cool. You can go out to eat and get free tickets. I'm excited about that, but I've got a little bit of a warning. This is my nervousness in me. Why are they having to team up with Applebee's? Please don't ruin Top Gun. You know, even if you got Tom Cruise in it, it doesn't matter. You know, he's older than dirt now. And I feel like... What do you mean ruin it? It just... Let's... It's... Don't make it stupid. Like, Mission Impossible, the first one, that was a cool movie. The second one started getting kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, the third one, he's doing a front wheelie on a motorcycle, doing a burnout, shooting people. Come on, bud. That ain't happening. Like, don't get weird with me on this Top Gun stuff. You mean, like, keep it like it the original? Keep it, yeah, keep it real here. Nobody, don't make planes do weird things where he's, like, doing, I just don't planes. ruin it. I'm, I'm focused on the whole volleyball scene yeah, on the don't, beach. And here's I'm not worried thing. about the airplanes. Here's another I just thing. want that scene. Here's another thing I noticed that I didn't catch the first time I watched Top Gun. How tall is Tom Cruise? 5'2"? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, right? What's his vertical? It ain't enough to spike a volleyball. I'll and tell you dating, that much. And he's dating that tall girl, too. Yeah. And so, he, he, like, comes up to her hip. In Top Gun, he's jumping up over the net, spiking the ball. In my mind, I was like, did they lower the net so Tom Cruise could spike a ball? <laughs> Maybe. I bet they did. I'm not saying he ain't got hops. But all I'm saying is he's 5'2". He ain't spiking a volleyball over a net on a sandy beach. Tom Cruise in the movie. Yeah. So is Val Kilmer going to be in the movie too? I hope so. I hope not. 
Why? Because he's not hot anymore. Well, starting May 27th, we can go get free Top Gun Maverick tickets at Applebee's. You just have to spend 25 bucks to get one ticket, 50 I mean, for two. I'm looking for a reason to go eat a Bourbon Street chicken and I shrimp. Yeah, so I, let's, I like their big salads. You get the you get the two for 20 if they still do that, and a beer. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, and their beer cheese pretzels. Yeah. Boom. 25 bucks. Pop. Give me that free ticket. Let's go, Tom Cruise. Applebee's. It's Roadhouse Mailbag time. To send us your questions, you can email Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. Now, this is pretty serious in my eyes, today's question here. Are you ready for this one? Do tell. Do tell. This is coming from Jacob. I was with some buddies over the weekend in Vegas. We were all staying in a hotel room together, and I noticed that one of my friends doesn't wash his hands after he goes to the restroom. Go. He told me that he rarely washes his hands after going to the restroom and only does it if it's really bad. Um. He truly acted like this was no big deal, and I thought it was strange because he was treating me like I was weird for thinking it was a disgusting habit. So, how do you guys feel about this? Somebody not washing their hands after they go to the restroom and thinking that it's not a big deal. Wow, Jacob. I don't know. If if I was sharing a hotel room with that guy, I'd probably be following him around with some Clorox wipes. <laughs> yeah. This is why we fear what is on the remote in hotel rooms. Right. It, I, I look at this, though. I, I side a little bit with both. And the fact that, yes, every time I go to the bathroom, number one or number two, I try my best to wash my hands. I have uh, oftentimes not washed my hands. I've, al- I've also used a lot of restrooms that are nasty. That, like, I'm like, I don't touch anything when I'm in there. It's just a shade above, you know, peeing outside. And it's probably safer to just pee outside, but I can't. So I go into this restroom, even using the soap or the the water is nasty. It looks like I'm going to leave dirtier than I am just walking with my own whatever on my hands. So, I mean, I've I've had that. I've had bathrooms that it's like, I don't feel comfortable washing my hands here. But this is a hotel room. Right. That's where I'm like, I'm siding with the other dude. Around Vegas, those bathrooms aren't. They're nice bathrooms. Wash your hands. And hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For your problem. Yep. That's what hand sanitizer is uh, Exactly. For. Think that's one thing we got from the pandemic is there's hand sanitizer everywhere now. Everywhere. I don't know, man. It's pretty gross, but... Uh, you wash your hands. Yeah. It's, yeah. You're putting your hands in an area nobody else wants to be around, and then you're going and touching doorknobs and... I've heard people say this. Everything. I know I'm clean. So, like, you know, touching your downtown Bonanza, they know they're clean. They shower, they clean, they know... You know, it should be probably pretty clean, to be honest. Nothing it's, is clean down there. It, it should be, right? If you took a shower and you scrubbed it and everything, and then all, all it sat inside all day, it's not like it's out rubbing around like your hands are, you know? So it essentially, it should be kind of germ-free and clean, aside from, like, sweat, right? But that's it. How do you feel about it? Let us know how you feel. So we've been taking phone calls about our Roadhouse mailbag question today. Jacob, who went to Vegas with his friends over the weekend, stayed in a hotel room with them and noticed that one of his friends doesn't wash his hands ever after going to the bathroom. And his friend got mad at him for thinking it was disgusting. So now we want your opinion. So I'm a nurse 
and that is disgusting that you don't wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. That's how you get poop germs in your food, and then you get sick, and everyone else gets sick. It's nasty. Wash your hands. I agree. You're getting the poop germs on everything. Everything. Doorknobs. Your cell phone. You're putting your own poop in your mouth. That's gross. Hopefully you're not making somebody dinner. Um, I think it's pretty gross when people don't wash their hands, uh, especially in a hotel room. You never know what they touch. You never know what gets cleaned. And it's just something general everybody should know. I mean, I teach I teach toddlers how to wash their hands right now, and they do a better job than most adults. So I think it's pretty gross if you don't wash your hands. It looks like everybody agrees. Just wash your hands. It's really gross. Obviously, this person is just disgusting. Everybody on the text line says, wash your hands. Jacob, just tell your friend that we all have your back. Tell him to wash his hands. Yeah. And don't eat dinner at his house. Especially in Vegas. I mean, walking around and, I mean, Vegas, they try, but there's so many people. You know what I mean? And you're just constantly swapping germs with who knows who. Mm -hmm. I've had H. pylori, which is like an enzyme or something in your stomach because... The only thing we could think of is possibly changing my kids' diapers. I had some fecal up in my fingers and maybe somehow got it under my food or whatever. And, like, if it goes untreated, then you end up with stomach cancer and stuff. Oh, my gosh. And it gave me bad acid reflux was the only thing. That was it. A lot of things give you reflux, so who knows? But, yeah, so that's what you're dealing with, bud. see, you could even put somebody in the hospital. Yeah, sick. And even after going through this pandemic, this person's still not washing their hands. That's, somebody's not right. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, except for this. If you have a question you would like help with, you can get in touch with us on our voicemail line, 605-389-3456, or send us an email at either amy or brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's baseball season, and the most exciting part of all that for me yeah. is eating sunflower seeds. Oh, they are the greatest. I can't watch a baseball game without eating sunflower seeds. Do you like the flavored seeds, or you just go straight salt? I like the old Dutchman sunflower seeds. They, okay. they taste like they're cooked in butter. Yeah. They're so good. Have you had those? Yep, I've had those. The orange and black bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Those are good. Mm-mm. I also like the dill pickle flavored sunflower oh, seeds. Pickle ain't bad. I see. I don't really go for the flavors, but like my son and a lot of the other guys on his baseball team and also I think on my daughter's team, they like the flavored ones, but I, I don't. What kind do you go for? I just like, I don't mind the Spitz uh, brand. They're blue. And the reason is because of the packaging. You get, it's like a Ziploc bag almost. Mm-hmm. So you can just close it up, throw it in your pocket or set it somewhere it's not going to spill. But my favorite seed of them all is, is the Dakota Kid. They're in the yellow bag. Okay. Kind of hard to find. They're not everywhere. I know you can get them up at Timmins, though. I see them there all the time. So, yeah. What's so special about those? They're good. They're jumbo seeds. They're bigger seeds. The flavoring, however they roast them. You have less. Have you ever been chewing and then you get a, a bunk one? You know, one oh, that's really, yeah. really rank. Or you get like one of the stems, yeah. like a, a big stem You're in like, your mouth. Oh, <laughs> I hate dealing with them stems. You know what I'm saying? Are you one of the people that chews on the sunflower seeds and eats the whole thing, or do you actually crack it open and I, eat the seed? I crack it open, peel the seed out, spit it out on the ground. That's how I roll. Have you ever met those people that will chew on the sunflower seeds yeah. and eat them whole? Yeah. It's what like, is, what is wrong with you? Oh, that's just such a waste. So your insides don't like you. You know, I'm assuming. I don't and know. And what does what does it look like the next day? Yeah. Does it look like hay? Is it? Oh, 
I don't even want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. You I know, don't either. probably hurts. But I, uh, but I know, like at my daughter's softball field at Parkview Complex, they don't like you spitting seeds on the ground. They don't really have signs or anything, which would be definitely helpful. But they, they don't. They don't want seeds, and it's a very clean complex. But I know a lot of baseball fields. It's like, why wouldn't you know? There's seeds everywhere. You spit them on the ground. It's that's what you do. I don't spit. I take them out of my mouth and put them on the ground. What? One at a time. Yeah. You don't spit them out. No, no, I don't spit. You reach up in your mouth and grab them out of your mouth every single time. Have you ever seen a girl spit? Uh, yeah, all the time. I don't do that. I don't do that. The girls spit all the time. No. And spit seeds because that's what you do. I don't do that. How gross is that? You're reaching up in your mouth. That's gross. Yeah, it is. Compared to spitting, you're. How is that gross? What has your hand been doing? Where's your hand? My hands are clean. How do you know? Because I'm the one that washes them. You walk to the ballpark, put your hand on your car door, your gear shifter, your blinker, everything the whole way there. Steering wheel, who knows what you've been doing. You know, all the days you're, you're compiling all these germs. You're grabbing your cell phone. What field are we supposed to be on? All these things. <laughs> you're grabbing your purse, your Louis Vuitton, doesn't matter. It still holds germs. And then you get up to the field, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to be so clean and not spit. And I'm going to take these hands that are clean in air quotes i'm gonna reach up in my mouth and grab seeds out of it you know what brandon you're reaching into the bag and getting a handful of seeds yeah and then putting them in your mouth what's the difference no i'm taking the bag and pouring it in my you mouth you are not yes i am why because i'm a man you're a liar so no i'm not it's gross so you reach up in your mouth and then you'll be like oh it was good to see you karen and you're gonna shake her hand with your spit saliva all over it how gross is that i'm not shaking hands you're not? No. Oh, come here, Michael. Let me wipe that. Fix your hair. It's gross. You got your seed juice all over it. That's Mm-mm. gross. Spit it on the ground. No. Or grab a cup. And f- 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 I, might, I might do the you cup that, thing if I had to. That's the noise it makes. Shh, everybody be quiet. Or I might just take it out of my mouth and put it in the cup. How about that? No. That's still gross. Using your hand is gross. Like like You're like a person that doesn't wash your hands after a bathroom. It's the same thing. Oh, I wash my hands plenty. I'm disgusted with people that don't wash their hands. Trust me. Well, you're spitting on your hand. I mean, you might as well. What, do we all got to be brothers with you now? Are we having an argument right now? Is this what we're doing? Yeah, because you can't spit a seed out your dang mouth like a normal human you're being. You're ticking me off right now. You Learn don't have to spit them out. It's not seeds. ladylike. All right, hold up. Let's open this up to the public. Everybody out there, text it in. Call us. We'll open mic us. It's spitting. It ain't time to be grabbing seeds out your mouth. Spitting is know, gross. So spitting the seeds out. You're not going to find cup, me spitting. In a cup. Or I do. I hold five, six, seven of them in my other cheek. Why? Because I'm a I'm professional. If I'm going to spit, it's going to be in your face. I'm a professional seed chewer. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's our favorite time of the week. Dummy of the Day with D-Ray. Hey, guys. How are you? What up, my dog? I am fine. Thank you very much for asking. As always, I appreciate your concern. I truly, sincerely do. Um, Today's Dummy of the Day is actually dummies, plural, of the day. And it comes from England. Oh, boy. boy. They did a survey of British drivers. And this is stunning. Many of them, a majority of them, don't know what the buttons and switches in their car actually do. Wow. They did an entire survey. Get this. When it comes to tech and functionality of their cars, 53% of the motorists in England are clueless. More than 1 in 10 confessing that they're confused by almost all of them. They wow. don't know how to operate things. What? 
45% have accidentally pushed the wrong button while driving. Doing anything from activating the wipers when they're trying to use a turn signal to like hitting the switch to you go to brights to dim yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And actually, we have a list of the, the most, uh, I guess you would say, the most frequently screwed up. Okay. 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 Guess what number one is in, in, in a modern vehicle? Guess what number one is? It's got to be the brights and dim. What about that one with the squiggly road? No. Not the I don't tra- know what that the, thing is. The traction is. control. Yeah. No. Trying to find the fog lights button. You were close. Oh, yeah. okay. 25%. Get a load. This one, this one is even better. Number two, and as they call it, the bonnet. The, the hood of the car. Uh-huh. Finding the lever to open the hood. You're kidding me. Yeah, 25% couldn't find there's it. There's even a picture on it. <laughs> I know. There. That's the thing. Wow. Is that There's pictures of all this, but they look at the picture and go, oh, oh, with eyes. I don't know. Oh, no. Why is the car yelling at me? Oh, no. Resetting the clock, 24% That's of those surveys. No, they're not. They Back in the day, those were tough, but modern yeah. cars, they're easy. easy. They're yeah. very, very easy. Mm-hmm. Putting on the wipers instead of, indi- of, instead of the indicator, the turn indicator is 22%. How to switch on cruise control. Whoa. 20, Are you kidding? 21%. I mean, Could, what? Like, they don't, nobody shows them, or do they not, like, have any like they don't have a friend nobody like, I'm like what does this do yeah anything or a, stop, like a dad to yell at you stop well, by exactly. the dealership yeah. I mean anything. we never had a dad to tell me how to do this <laughs> maybe it's we're working on second and third generation don't know how to do this exactly uh, putting the lights on high beam was 20% that was number 6 by the way oh, yeah. on your list number 10 and we'll have to use this in the British parlance going to fill up petrol and forgetting which side the fuel cap is on yeah. There's an arrow. I know there's an arrow. 14%. This is great for us in our business. Being unable to switch to a different radio station. 12%. Are you kidding me right are now? Are just stuck? This are, is lies. No, this isn't. These are not lies. Putting the car into reverse instead of driving. 8%. Oh, I don't want to get in the car with that one. <laughs> exactly. It's like, wow. I mean, are they decent drivers at least? You know, like, I mean, maybe. Well, 8% suck because they can't put it into drive. Oh, I so, am. That's true. Yeah. It's hard to go anywhere. Don't know how to, how to fill up the, the windshield washer fluid. 5%. And this is the best one. 4%. Guess what 4% of the people admitted they don't know how to do in their car? 4%. Buckle up. No. It's a good one, though. Steer. No. No. To put up the windows, roll them down. Oh, boy. Power what? windows. Yeah, that's, we're not even talking cranks anymore. Because, you know, you show like a, a Gen Z or millennial a crank on a, on a car, they'll just look at it like, what is that, what is right? That? It's yeah. like a rotary phone, right? Yeah. But no, they don't know how to put up the windows. 4% have no, no idea, idea how that works. Wow, this is a problem. Wow. Is this like a side effect from COVID we haven't heard about? I don't know. It could be. It could be one of those things. But that's just the only the only positive thing out of this story, really. Thank God it's in England. <laughs> Good morning. It's the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Yeah, it is. What's up? Why do I say Brandon? I don't know. The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Yeah, you the do The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. There you go. It sounded a little bit better. It almost sounded a little condescending. Brandon. It like, ew. It's the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. Why is there such disdain when you say my name? I like, don't know. Like, ugh. I don't know. Nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. How you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> so tell us about your testosterone. 
Yeah, it turns out, so the last time we went into the doctor, mentioned, you know, hey, we might want to have some babies and doing all the stuff and everything. She was like, well, your testosterone level is low, which I thought it was, too, because I've been trying to lose weight and gain muscle, and nothing's changed. And I'm like, bruh, am I short some of that test? Am I short some some Rone? You know what I mean? And so, all of a sudden, yes, I am. So, I just started getting some testosterone up in this. Like, last night was the first time. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Rubbed it on. Well, in this morning. Might have double dosed. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I feel fine. Um, You're different. <laughs> Man, you put a little testosterone in a guy. It's like, hello. Wow. I'm excited about so it. So, is it like a pill, a spray? No, you can't do a pill, he said, because the oliver, the oliver will uh, eat it up. You, it will not make it to your body. So, it's a cream. It's an oh, ointment. Where two, do you put it? Two pumps. You rub it on your shoulder. Okay. Is where okay. I'm, <laughs> wow, weirdo. Uh, or uh, my brother, actually, says he has to put it on his chest. I, I think mine, mine's a little too manly. You know, uh, it's hairy. So, we went for the arm. But, yeah. So, how do you feel? I feel fine. I feel normal. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, you're different. You're, oh, yeah. you're testosterone, Brandon. Yeah. I want to go mess some stuff up. I'm going to go ride some wheelies. I'm going to fire up my dirt bike. What is this supposed to... What is the goal here? Why Why are you taking testosterone? I don't, I don't really know. I just know that I'm low, <laughs> and I'm excited to have some testosterone up in my to, body. Is this supposed to get making pregnant um boy i don't know but it sure does help and the women are gonna love it too <laughs> you know like you hear in the commercials but anyways i think the real reason i i asked about it and the real reason i'm taking testosterone is uh losing fat my body doesn't seem to want to burn any fat gotcha okay. and or gain muscle um and also you know some youthfulness just i've noticed a big kind of blah like in life you're kind of yeah. you're spry today yeah a little testosterone you put a little spring this, in your step i i don't even i don't even know you right now yeah this is like a whole new brandon it's bj testosterone you know what i mean it's the roadhouse with amy and testosterone brandon yeah let's go so we've been taking phone calls about our roadhouse mailbag question today jacob who went to vegas with his friends over the weekend stayed in a hotel with hotel room with them and noticed that one of his friends doesn't wash his hands ever after going to the bathroom and his friend got mad at him for thinking it was disgusting so now we want your opinion so i'm a nurse and that is disgusting that you don't wash your hands after you go to the bathroom that's how you get poop germs in your food and then you get sick and everyone else gets sick it's nasty wash your hands i agree you're getting the poop germs on everything everything doorknobs your cell phone you're putting your own poop in your mouth that's gross hopefully you're not making somebody dinner um i think it's pretty gross when people don't wash their hands uh especially in a hotel room you never know what they touch you never know what gets cleaned and it's just something general everybody should know i mean i teach i teach toddlers how to wash their hands right now and they do a better job than most adults so I think it's pretty gross if you don't wash your hands. It looks like everybody agrees. Just wash your hands. It's really gross. Obviously, this person is just disgusting. Everybody on the text line says, wash your hands. Jacob, just tell your friend that we all have your back. Tell him to wash his hands. Yeah. And don't eat dinner at his house. Especially in Vegas. I mean, walking around and 
I mean, Vegas, they try, but there's so many people. You know what I mean? And they're, they're, you're just constantly swapping germs with who knows who. Mm-hmm. I've had H. pylori, which is a like an enzyme or something in your stomach, because the only thing we could think of is possibly changing my kids' diapers. I had some fecal up in my fingers and maybe somehow got it into my food or whatever. And like, if it goes untreated, then you end up with stomach cancer and oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. And it gave me bad acid reflux was the only thing. That was it. A lot of things give you reflux, so who knows? But yeah, so that's what you're dealing with, well, bud. See, you could even put somebody in the hospital. Yeah, sick. And even after going through this pandemic, this person's still not washing their hands. That's uh, somebody's not right. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, except for this. If you have a question you would like help with, you can get in touch with us on our voicemail line, 605-389-3456, or send us an email at either Amy or Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's National Dog Rescue Day, and so we're focusing on the little puppies today. Just a little doggies. <laughs> we should all talk to each other like that. Uh, yeah. How see, you doing, little Brandon? Hmm? What you doing the weekend? So I think if I was your dog, I'd probably run away. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what How about you? you, Dylan? What about you? How do you like that, Dylan? Oh, huh? man. Does that make you want to be a good boy? It, oh, yeah. I just want to start itching, <laughs> itching the ear. Huh? You want to sit and shake? Yeah. <laughs> well, the real question right now is, I just read that 58% of people let their dogs sleep with them at night. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll stop talking like that. Yeah. No, yeah. But My, I'm wondering, because I tried it when I when we yeah. first got Ryder. We You're let like, oh, let's cuddle. Yeah, this yeah. big Great Dane in the bed with us. And after like night two, we're like so tired. We're like, no more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to like break him from getting on the bed. I will say this. My wife's dog, as I call it, Macy May. Our lab coon Pyrenees loves to cuddle with whomever. If there's somebody new, like a, one of the kids have a friend stay the ho- night at the house, anything. She loves to just go and cuddle, sleep in bed with you. And she's good at it. So if she's there, she's not moving. The only problem is she's hot. It's hot. You know, the temperature rises. My only other problem is if I'm sleeping next to her, she likes to sleep with her paws towards me. And then I'm sleeping in my underwear, and then when she falls asleep, her paws start going like she's running in her dreams. Yeah. And she's just clawing up my back, and that's the worst. Also, that's what those scratches are from. <laughs> yeah. I thought those were from Megan. <laughs> well, those are, see, different shapes of scratches there. <laughs> Megan's go sideways. Hers are up and down. It's different. Another story for another day, Dylan, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> dog stories. <laughs> it's a whole different dog. It's a whole different rescue pet, if you will. <laughs> But uh, anyways, but yes. What about you, Dylan? Do you sleep with your dogs? No, not at all. And they no. don't scratch your too back? Too hot. No. No. Yeah. No. yeah, no. No, I don't have no dog scratches on my back like Brandon. <laughs> no, no other scratches on your back? Is, no. It's no. been a lonely summer so far for Dylan. <laughs> summer hasn't even started. Yeah, I know. It's true. Look out. Yeah. Look oh. outside. It's cold. Yeah, but the sun's out true that's so good. that helps yeah but yes uh sleeping with the dogs is great my lab coon pyrenees loves sleeping with us more than we love sleeping with her but she don't move i've had dogs in the past that move around too much on bed they shuffle uh you can't have it this our macy may will lay down and she's dead to the world and she won't move either you'd be like all right let's go scoot over and she won't move she'll even growl at you Ugh. see that's kind of like doug too yeah <laughs> roll over doug <laughs> <laughs> It's time to let the cat out. 
Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Disney Plus released a She-Hulk trailer. It's about a woman who turns into a monster when angry. But somehow, it doesn't star Amber Heard. (laughs) Hashtag me poo. Eric Clapton had to cancel some concerts because he has COVID. Uh, He shot the sheriff, but he did not get the booster shot. Amber Heard took the witness stand and denied that she defecated in Johnny Depp's bed and claims that Johnny Depp's puppy was responsible, which would then make her the number two suspect. Totally. (laughs) Mattel released a Barbie with hearing aids. Ken was like, uh, hello? (laughs) The Pen 15? One day. There's a rumor that Kris Jenner is Pete Davidson's new manager, and the rumor started after he filmed a sex tape with Ray J, of course. (laughs) Kim Kardashian is on one of the four different covers of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Oh, yeah. It's historic, as it's the first time Sports Illustrated has had a porn star on the cover. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. History in the making. And finally, a new poll found that 69% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of inflation. The remaining 31% were too busy donating a kidney to afford bread. And that is the cat is out of the bag. In honor of National Rescue Dog Day, we thought we would share this really cool story about a Ukrainian dog named Patron. Not like the tequila. Oh. Patron actually means ammo in Ukrainian, which is kind of cool. And Mm -hmm. he's a really good boy. He is a Jack Russell Terrier, and he actually sniffs out mines in the ground. He goes into these fields, and he sniffs around, and when he finds one, he barks. And he's so light that he doesn't detonate anything, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And he's found over 250 devices for this bomb squad. And one of the guys on the bomb squad, he bought this Jack Russell Terrier Patron for his son, took him to work one day, and then they found out that he likes to sniff bombs. Huh. It's pretty cute. And they actually just awarded him a Medal of Honor, the president of Ukraine. Nice. That's really cool. Way to go, dog. Not only people are heroes, dogs too. I love dogs. They're so smart. And just like that, a rescue dog out there saving people's lives. Who's to, who knows how many lives he saved by doing that? I know. You said 200 bombs sniffed out? Over 250 so far. I mean, who's who's to know how many of those actually would have detonated in on people or tanks or vehicles, yeah. but he stopped them, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Killed fathers and mothers. Yeah, he saved, he saved lives. And that's why he got that Medal of Honor. And uh-huh. we have dogs here in Rapid City on the police force that we've yep. met. There's three that we know of, yep. so we've got some some dog heroes here. And they're just a shade bigger than a Jack Russell Terrier. Just just yeah. just a shade. Yeah, they're yeah. Larger, yeah, a lot larger. They sniff out drugs and all kinds of stuff. We got to see yeah. that. Yeah. And speaking of that, if you would like to be a part of that, they just opened up the the sign up for the Citizens Police Academy. Boom. It might be full, but you can you highly know. suggest trying. Yeah, definitely try. Super cool experience, and you can meet those dogs. So yeah, congratulations to Patron in Ukraine for receiving the Medal of Honor. We haven't done one of these in a while, Brandon. Yeah. Our health adventure update. Update, 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 update. update. How are you doing? How? I'm doing pretty crappy, to be really? honest. Yeah. Well, well, tell us about it, girlfriend. I had the procedure on my shoulder, and then yeah. I couldn't go to the classes anymore and lift weights. Yeah. I just started physical therapy, though, so I'm on my way back. 
It was very discouraging, actually, at physical yeah. therapy because I thought I would be doing a lot more. Uh-huh. But I was basically lifting a broom broomstick, <laughs> which is you know, and I could barely do it. Nice. So yeah, I'm on day two of those exercises, but oh. I think I have a few weeks left, and then I can come back to class. Pretty soon you'll be snapping that broomstick. <laughs> a few weeks, I mean like six. <laughs> oh man! But hopefully the doctor lets me come back. Well, in six weeks, you won't even recognize me. I know. I'm all jacked up on testosterone now. Plus, I'm already down 10 pounds. I'm like, watch out, world. Here I come. I'm down 10 pounds. I'm down 10, but it's like I feel like I've fluctuated some fat, and I've also gained some muscle. I got muscle in places I didn't even know muscles belonged because of the workouts we're doing. Like where? I can't tell you because it's in parts we're not allowed to talk about. But... I'm just saying, I've actually, my balance, my everything is so much better. Mobility, moving, everything. I love it. Great. Are you sore? Uh, I am really sore because being on the road, the workouts that you get at the band house or in a hotel is nothing like the workouts you get at the actual gym. So uh, all of a sudden, I'm about a week out and I go back to the gym and I was sore. I was yeah. really sore with my butt. Well, I'm just going to keep walking. Keep on walking. And lifting my broomstick. (laughs) Which is not out of the norm for a lot of ladies, you know? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) How about you, Dylan? Intern Dylan, do you exercise and eat healthy? Uh, uh, Somewhat. You look look at his body and you think he don't work out? Look at that thing. He's young. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that body. Yeah. Oh, baby, look at that body. (laughs) Oh, look at that body. Brandon and I are on a health adventure. Yeah, we are. I ran. We're trying to I ran a mile and lifted before I showed up here yesterday. Oh, just walk, lying. Walking up the stairs, I was like, "Oh, is this really for real? It. You ran a mile? Mm-hmm. Wow! In and the how long? same day? How, how many minutes? About seven and a half. Wow, that's a lie. Hours is what I would do. So I have <laughs> hours for me to run because well, ambulance and everything would be involved. We don't need to talk to Dylan anymore about health adventures. I'm so sore today because of softball last night that like my ankles hurt. My half ton ankles are still a little ten pounds didn't didn't make a difference to my ankles. Yeah, you know it's like throwing one sandbag off the truck when you're overloaded. It's like yeah. it doesn't matter. My thighs are <sighs> still yelling at each other like get away, get away. Yeah, they're still fighting over they're, the center. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're gonna start a fire soon. And I had brand new uniform with pants and shirts, and I about started a fire running in. I didn't wash my my pants and my thighs were rubbing like yeah <laughs> yeah about started a fire it's I was camping like, season if you have trouble starting a fire just call me in <laughs> rub two sticks together <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our tuesday teacher spotlight if you have a story please get in touch with us you can email amy or brandon at the roadhouse am.com we would love a local story wouldn't we yes we would but today we're going to talk about a woman by the name of robin maya from maryland She was having a rough week. She's a teacher. She's been a teacher for 18 years. And her husband decided he would cheer her up with a scratch-off lottery ticket. Oh, nice. Who doesn't love a scratch-off, you know? That's love. That makes me smile immediately. Especially when you scratch it off and you see that you've won $50,000. That's a chunk of change. (laughs) Yeah. They couldn't believe it. A $5 scratch-off, $50,000 bought at a 7-eleven that's a really good return on your investment it sure is and they couldn't believe it so he went and they had it scanned because they were like wow this is not our luck yeah is this a joke yes so you don't always win the lottery when you sign up to be a teacher right you don't make the best nope but luckily this teacher serving 18 years 
at a school won fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy for you having know, a bad week. <laughs> you know what I think is funny is I bet you as a teacher she went. Think of all the supplies I could buy with fifty. I know. Grand. Think of how much I can make my classroom so much better. <laughs> That's probably her initial thought when she got fifty grand. Yeah. And her husband's like convertible, and she's like, no, no, no supplies crayons markers yeah i mean it's awesome because the teacher won the lottery but you know as students go they win the lottery every day because that's that's their teacher oh look at you and teachers out there you may not be winning the lottery like this teacher but we sure have because we have you as teachers it's a feel-good moment a u.s veteran was buying groceries at a store in massachusetts and was three dollars short so he was going to put something back but his cashier pulled three bucks out of his own wallet to help him out then a random customer handed the cashier twenty dollars and told him to use it on the groceries for another veteran grab my wallet and pay the uh, the difference for them it's the least i can do for them they're willing to sacrifice their lives and put their lives at risk so i can have my freedoms and my luxury so i appreciate that immensely more than i could put into words One good deed leads to another. It's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.